Uh, just looking at those indicators there, $903 for platinum after what we saw yesterday. And also uh, the price of Brent crude oil, $47.10 a barrel, not too shabby. Definitely not. You know, it's, it's good for the people to realize it's 47, not 57. Exactly, on 47. That oil so certainly <laughs> lots to cheer about this morning. And as you said, it's Friday, so I think we need an early start to the weekend. Good news stories to continue, please. Only good news stories. <laughs> so please tell me there's something positive, an angle in the world of finance, in, on the markets, in the economies. Please tell me something nice. <laughs> All right, well, if you, if you want good news, then we're not going to talk about the RAND. <laughs> and we're not going to talk about the purchasing managers in there. Yeah, let's <laughs> not. Let's, uh, good but, news, but let's look at that. Let's look at that oil price, because isn't that great? You know, it really plunged by, um, below $50 a barrel yesterday, a fall by of about 4.5% in terms of the oil price. And, you know, this really came on the back of um, really just in, despite the fact that OPEC has had these production cuts in place for, for um, almost six months now, um, U.S. production continues to rise, and it just seems as though this global glut, this um, oversupply of oil continues. And, of course, it's not just oil. We do know that at those higher prices, when it was sort of mid-50s, U.S. shale gas gas production also um, continued quite strongly. So there is an OPEC meeting coming up on the 25th of May where they will consider um, whether they will continue with the current production cuts that they've got in place. And I think it's um, it's, it's fair to expect that they will continue at least with the current um, uh, cuts. Whether they will cut any further, I think, is debatable. And I think that's really one of the reasons why we saw the oil price coming off so sharply over over the last um, one or two trading sessions, is that there seems to be a lot more supply that still needs to work its way through the system. So clearly this, this lower oil price, you know, we've, speak, we've been speaking about the fact that we don't really see any basis for it sustainably staying about $55. I guess there will also be quite a bit that says it won't drop all that much, but I think where we're currently sitting somewhere between 45 and $50 a barrel, certainly is a lot more palatable than, than where it's been. So certainly good news for us on that front. But if the drop in the oil price, Narina, is more than the decline in the rand, um, does that take the pressure off the petrol price and does this mean we can expect good news on the interest rate front? So certainly in terms of the petrol price, yes, as long as the RAND does not depreciate um, faster than the oil price has declined, um, then that certainly will mean that the, the, oil, uh, the petrol price increase that we saw earlier this week um, will probably not be repeated in future. So I think there's quite a bit of good news on the inflation front in general. So of course petrol prices would be one of them, feeds through into all the transport costs into our, um, into our economy. But at the same time, we also know that um, from an agricultural perspective and from food prices, the worst of that terrible drought is, is, is behind us, even though the Western Cape still needs a lot more rain. But certainly our food price inflation has come down significantly, and the Reserve Bank has said that um, the latest reading on the inflation number of 6.1% are expected to come, the inflation that is, to come back into the target 3 to 6% range during this quarter still. Um, and, you know, they've really allowed um, the, inf- the inflation to remain above the 6% band since March last year without increasing interest rates. So coming back to the question of interest rates, will we see a cut? I think that's a little bit premature. Um, I think it's certainly off the table at the moment is any further interest rate increases.
which I think certainly will go a long way to helping the consumer that is that is still under a lot of pressure. But the moderating of the inflation rate certainly will help a lot as well. Um, we saw earlier this week from vehicle sales that consumer in South Africa remains under a lot of pressure. So if we can have it, this low oil price feeding into lower petrol prices and we don't have interest rate increases, those two factors alone will go a long way to, to, to lifting some of the pressure on the consumer. Well, you're doing well. So far, so good. But <laughs> yesterday you spoke about the current weakness in precious metal prices. So all that glitters isn't gold, uh, not necessarily. But I guess, um, you know, is there something good about gold? And uh, earlier I was saying that uh, the gold price, the gold board was 2.5% lower. But can you tell us something good about gold too? I know I'm stretching it, but please. <laughs> you know what, this, even with gold and even with the gold price also having fallen, and there is definitely something good about it. And that is that we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Krugerrand coin. Now, this is something which really revolutionized the, the, the coin industry um, 50 years ago in 1967 when it was first launched. And it really has become probably one of the most recognizable export products out of South Africa. And really the gold standard, excuse the pun, for coin investors around the world. So um, the addition the official Jubilee, Golden Jubilee celebrations have already kicked off and, and one of the things is that SA Mint is producing 1,967 commemorative Krugerrand coins specifically um, to commemorate this 50 year anniversary um, you know they went back to the original dyes that were used back in 1967 to create this special commemorative edition and when you look from an investment perspective we appreciate that an investment in such a coin will be way more valuable than just the value of the gold that is contained in this Krugerrand. So, you know, since its launch in 1967, um, more than 50 million ounces of gold, so over 60 million Krugerrand coins have been sold in the form of Krugerrand. And, you know, that is as much as the two sort of um, equivalents from Canada and, and the U.S. being the Canadian maple leaf and the U.S. eagle put together. So really an amazing, amazing export product for South Africa are, are Kruger Rands. And, and, you know, when we go back and we realize that in 1967, the initial Kruger Rand was sold for just 27 Rand, and, and today they are worth in the region of about 46,000 Rands, also showing you the value of long-term investing and that if you, if you stick to a good investment plan, yes, there's certainly a lot to be said for it. So um, I guess uh, this year round we can actually say that in, in South Africa's case, we know that our economy was bold on gold, and, and certainly in this case, all that glitters is gold. Wow. Narina, pat on the back there. You did very well this morning, keeping it all <laughs> positive to send us into the weekend. Thank you so much, and enjoy your weekend. Uh, Narina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETFSA.